The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the new Nasty Boys. I'm your co-host this morning, afternoon or evening, whenever you decide to listen to this motherfucking thing, Billy DeVore, and singing across from me as always is... Hello, Lee, Michael, Kimbrell, not as always, missed last week, happy to be back, recording on a Wednesday, Nasty Boys and Girls across the whole wide world, how in the motherfuck are you? They're good. Hopefully healthy. Yeah, uh, yeah, good to know. Wash your fucking hands, We're please. We're still all here together, baby. Uh, th- who would have thought that we would be living in uh, fear, you know? But whatever. Yeah. Here you know we go. what? I don't live in fear. Do you want to know why I don't live in fear? Why? With home security, there's two ways you can go about protecting your home. There's the traditional way where you wait weeks for a technician to do a messy installation that costs a small fortune. Or there's another way. Simply Safe. Simply Safe is everything you need in a home security system. It's award-winning protection. Two-time winner of CNET Editor's Choice Award. Simply Safe blankets your ho- with your whole home in safety. You get comprehensive protection for your entire home. Outdoor cameras and doorbells alert you when anyone approaching ding dong come towards your home. Entry, motion, and glass break sensor guard inside. You barely notice it's there. But what's truly remarkable is you can set up the system all by yourself. Anyone can do it. It takes 30 minutes to an hour tops, and there's absolutely no trade-off for your safety. You'll have an army of highly trained security experts ready to dispatch police to your home at any moment, 24-7. And it's only 50 cents a day with no contracts. That's why Verge calls Simply Safe the best home security system. Go to simplysafe.com slash team today and get you, you'll get free shipping and a 60-day risk-free trial. You've got nothing to lose. Go now and be sure to go to simplysafe.com slash team. That's simplysafe.com slash team. Very nice. Into the fear segue. That was very well done. Thank you. Only- Simply Safe, you've got nothing to lose except potentially everything. everything. So use Simply Safe, yeah, baby. I'd, you know what? I would put money on it. Yeah, you would put money on it, and I would know where you could put money on it because if you love a good, obscure prop bet or just like voting for your home red legs or bangy boys or whatever you're doing, you know where to go, Bill. Tell me all about it, Lee Michael Kimbrell. Well, you're the co-host of this pod. Why don't you say it first? What am I talking about? My bookie. You're goddamn right, mybookie.ag. It's the number one, uh, you know, bookie promotional talking in the game, baby. We love them, man, and uh, and they support our podcast, so then we show them nothing but Love. All the love. We do this sports podcast. Everybody thinks we know who to bet on and wh- how, how to make a lot of money. And, you know, that might be true. Sure. But the one thing I know for sure is you just go to mybookie.ag, and that's where you spend your money. That's it. That's where you spend your money, whether you know exactly what you want to do or you like playing it safe and you want to have some fun on a parlay, get your locks in, and then take your silly little plays. Do that. Spend a little bit of money. Make a lot of bit of money. Uh, do the smart thing. Go to mybookie.ag because no one gives you more ways to win. Uh, it can get boring sitting there watching your team yeah. play. You're not invested. You can't do anything to uh, help them out physically because we are what we are. <laughs> but what you can do is put a little money on it. And then uh, with profits riding on that game, you're going to be cheering a little harder. You're going to be beating your chest a little bit more. Those high fives are going to get a little bit 
crispier. Mm. And if you join right now, my bookie, they're going to get crazy with this shit and double your first deposit, Bill. Double it? Double it, man. So if you put in 100 bucks, that means you you have $200. What if I put in $201? Then you have $402 to spend with, baby. <laughs> Fuck yeah. There's crazy people over there. You just got to go to mybookie.ag and use promo code CHAIR. To activate that offer, that's promo code CHAIR to double your cash. Visit mybookie.ag today. You play, you win, you you get paid. paid. Fuck yeah, mybookie. Sticking with us. Love mybookie. They're great. You know... How are you? I missed you last week. I missed you so much. I know. It was weird. We, I mean, of course we had the uh, the throwback old school and they play bad boys. Yeah, we did. Love that as always. But uh, yeah, I was up in the great metropolis of America, New York City. Oh, the Windy Apple. The big Windy Apple, the city by the bay. That's right. Yes, it was, uh, it was really great. We had killer weather, walked around a lot. So what do you mean killer weather? Like killer weather? Like it was? I mean, it was like fifty-two, fifty-three degrees, Ugh. bright sun, completely blue skies. Oh, what like, is that? It was like? fucking amazing. God. It was so amazing, and I mean, everywhere I walked, I was amazed and just kind of in awe. The first night after the show, we did our show. Uh, Rand and I did really well on the shows. Well, you guys are you know, killers. Didn't didn't go up and like stink it up. It was, was that a Max Fine show? Yeah, it was fun. We did that one. We did seven spots in five days. That's awesome. Which was great. No open mic. I mean, we were very lucky. People put us up on shows. It was very cool. Dude, that's always so cool. I yeah. mean, it's like, I mean, you can do mics here. Like when you go out of town, you're like, fucking book me. Mm-hmm. I've been doing this long enough. You know me. I didn't really want to do an open mic. No, there's no reason to. And then New York, you have to pay for some of them. Some of them, yeah. And you have to, like, buy two drinks or, like, yeah. jerk off the, the booker or yeah. whatever. It's I get it to weed out the bullshit. Sure. But then it doesn't really weed out the bullshit. No. Because that attracts bullshit, kind of. Yep. I mean, it was cool being in the city. There's so many comedians. Um it was it was very neat. I mean, you come in from in and out of town, and you're kind of a commodity, and no one's ever seen you, and it's it was just fun. Right. People were asking about Go Bananas. That the the name of the club is so hot right now, which is very cool. Which, and, and we're in Go Bananas right now. We're if in you the couldn't banana tell, lounge. we are in the Banana Lounge. And uh, no, man, it was just it was fucking excellent. I loved it. Uh, we were up there on Saturday night, and my phone lit up. Twitter. Letting me know that uh, New York City has been declared a state of emergency. That's insane. From the coronavirus. So that was <laughs> fucking crazy as hell. So wait, did you couldn't leave? Like, what was... Uh, you? What? No, we just left, like, later that night. You just like, snuck out of the We city? just got the fuck out of there, yeah. So how did... Like, what? You just got on the road? They didn't stop you? Like, you just... Yeah. No, I mean, I don't think they locked the city down, but we weren't going to get stuck in New York. We needed to... Yeah. We didn't know what they were going to do. Were you, were you in a Kurt Russell vehicle? Yes. Called... Escape from New York? That's what we were doing. And I was Kurt, and I don't know who the lead, the second lead was, but it was good. I just, I don't remember either. Yeah. It's been so long. Danny Glover. Perfect. Yeah, sure. Rand's a perfect Danny R- Glover. Randy Glover. <laughs> but, no, I don't know. The first night was, uh, you know, it was a great show, and afterwards we go out in the streets of Brooklyn and smoke a joint, and then we get an Uber home, and... We come across this bridge, and it's like the first time that I'd ever seen the New York skyline at night, unencumbered, just pow. And I fucking cried. Right? It's <laughs> I fucking cried. It, it, it is truly breathtaking. You can't believe it. Everything just yeah. amazed me. Walked across the Brooklyn Bridge oh, on a perfect awesome? blue sky day. Um, everything was just great. 
I cried when I left New York. Yeah. I didn't want to leave. I just was like, man, this sucks. I got to go home. I could have stayed for a couple more days, but I feel confident in saying that I would not really want to live in New York City. No, that's got to be depressing. It would be very hard. It has to be a lot. Everything is so hard. Yeah, and it's and people are like, ah, oh, it's so expensive to live there. I mean, rent crazy. Yeah. But even you get a slice of pizza for a dollar. Oh yeah. You oh could, yeah. You could go to rest. Like I don't know. There's certain bars where their happy hour special is buy two beers, get a dinner for free. Mm-hmm. Um, when I when I came back and like I was like sad, I cried, got the plane. But How then old that drive, uh, I was a senior in high school, so seventeen. I was looking at a school to go out there. Hmm. I was going to go to Pratt, but Pratt is $55,000 a semester. (coughs) Not an option. A semester. Correct. Um, And then the cost of living was $33,000 a semester. So why did you even entertain going there? Were they going to give you like a 100% scholarship? No, I was 17 and naive and really wanted to go there and like really, really wanted to go there. Pratt. Yeah. And then my parents were like, no, you're yeah. not taking out loans and doing this. $400,000. You're crazy. Yeah, no. For art school. Oh, Are you God. dumb? Artist. Billy was an artist. I was. I was a real fancy photographer. But anyway, it's what I wanted to be. But when I, but the thing is, is like when I landed and we got back in the car and we took that cut in the hill and I yeah. saw the city, I was like, yeah, I'm home. I love this town, man. Yeah. I really do love Cincinnati. But doesn't, yeah. it's kind of like, you know, it's so vast and gorgeous, but then you come back and you're like, this is kind of perfect. It's nice. It's it's everything you need. It's like a couple neighborhoods. I mean, Newport, it feels like Astoria, Queens. Yeah. OTR kind of feels it's got a little Brooklyn-y going. Oh, yeah. I don't know, man. I just, I like the speed of it around here, dude. I like the speed of it around here. And uh, I want to go to New York four or five times a year for the rest of my fucking life, man. Yeah, and you and can I do will, that. And I will, and I will, and, you know, you know. Maybe, in f- maybe in five years I'll be going up there to do some real, real work. But, yeah. I mean, this one was a blast. We went up there, took in the city, did shows, did well, met comics, hung out, ate pizza, smoked weed. That's perfect. Screamed in the park. Yeah, <laughs> rode, rode the subway. It was great. Well, you mean like, I mean like like where we're sitting right now. We're we have the perfect gym. Yeah. Oh my god, dude. And that's another thing. Just we are so lucky to be down here doing comics. Like, it's New York is mecca, right? Sure. It's nuts. You can literally go up there and do forty open mics in a week if you want to. Yeah. But are you getting better doing <coughs> forty mics a week though? And, and most of them are real brutal. Right. And 50 comics long, and you got three minutes. I don't know. That's I, not, we got a good thing going on here. Bent told me, like I was talking to him about it a couple years ago, about like moving. He's like, why? You, you have here. This is where you build an hour. This is where you build. You go somewhere else, and you're not building. You're not doing. You're not getting anywhere. You're good. You're ex- scrapping, trying to survive. Right. When we can have quality sets yeah. on, not just here, but like, you know, all around the city. With- yeah. All around the city and then all, you know, and then very easily to drive. Right. Very easy to drive. I don't see like the hub the way that it is like the Mondays and then the Friday show. Like, you know, that being like a, like a, like 
you know, you would get, you would have that in New York, but then it's like people on TV are doing that yeah, type of shit. Exactly. Yeah. Where like it's us in a in a small room that yeah. we pack out. Yeah, that's so true. So yeah, I was doing these bar shows in New York with people with like late show credits. Right. You know? Isn't that fucking crazy? That's this nuts. next guy's I, like I followed a guy I followed two people who have been on Comedy Central. That's nuts. Yeah. It's wild. That's it. And they're up there just like living in closet. I'm not shitting. I mean, no. I'm really not. Obviously, You're not. I'm not. It's it's just like going up there was a real eye-opening experience. Yeah. You're just like, boy, it's it's a it's killer out here. Even more so than you thought. It seems yeah. killer in Cincy. Yeah. You know? Like I was watching like the what do you talk about with the closet? Like I was I started watching Ugly Delicious on Netflix with David Chang. Yeah. And he was talking about home cooking and one of the things he talked about was he's like I just finally got a kitchen in my house, in my apartment in New York. He's a chef. This guy's a fucking chef and he's like, "Oh, I didn't have one." I just didn't need it. Not just didn't need, like, I would go out and eat with my friends who were also chefs, but, like, I didn't have the room for it. Yeah. I couldn't afford to have the space to have an actual kitchen. Yeah. That's crazy. I know, ma'am. But, you know, respect the hustle. I love it. That's amazing. Yeah. But it's like, we're just so lucky here. So fortunate. Yeah. So. Just bop up there. Go out out, go out west. Drive around throughout the Midwest. Yeah. I just, Cincinnati, baby, I've said it before. Ninety percent of the continental United States you can get to you can get from Cincinnati in twenty four hours yep. in, a, in a car. Yep, twenty four hours of driving. Ninety percent of the country. That's amazing. Yeah. Uh, how was the pizza? Is it as good as I remember? So good. I ate so much fucking pizza. I ate pizza every day. You're supposed to when you're every there. day. What was the be- where where was the best slice from? Um, this little place. In Queens Astoria, can't remember what it was called, like Slammies or some shit. That sounds about right. Just dollar slices. Everything was a dollar slice, and uh, it was like his was different. His was like he put his little touch on it. It was like a little thicker mm-hmm. and fluffier, kind of like Detroit style. Yeah, but triangle with a little bend. It was one of the Ooh. best pieces of pizza I've ever had. It was so good. He was like, he was like, this is gonna be the best fucking slice of pie you ever have. Just the most New York thing ever. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. And then he, you know, takes it, puts it in the big oven, heats it up, gives it to me, and it really was the best piece of pizza I've ever had. Mm. It was so good. I think Detroit pizza is severely underrated. Could not agree more. Jets is Detroit style, right? Jets is well, great. That kind of pizza fucking rules. Taglio. Yes, Taglio kills. Rules. Yes. Agreed. Detroit. Underrated in a lot of things. Tons of things. I think that's just a rad city in general. Yeah, exactly. We got nothing but love for D-Town. D-Town. Except for the, when the Tigers come into town. That's right, which is once every four, or eight years, because then we play away, whatever. You get it. Um, so, yeah, that's fucking awesome. I love New York. I need to go back. It's been so long. It was so cool. And, uh, you know, like you and said. And again, just the weather. We got so fucking lucky. Lucky. Yeah, because then it's not hot enough where it smells like shit. Yeah, and it was also just like, just a lot of energy because of the corona. Like, people were freaking out, man. Yeah. People were freaking out. I know. And the panic started to happen here. I mean, that's. The whole city completely sold out of hand sanitizer. Yeah. And then the bodegas that you could find it, they were charging like 50 bucks. Yeah. Hand sanitizer for a 12-pack on Amazon is $500. Get after it, Purell. I think that this was created by the government to sell toilet paper and hand sanitizer. We have too much. Would it? 
<laughs> we you have, have it. Good God. Yeah, no, not, maybe. But <laughs> um, no, I don't know it, if if it was made by the government. It wasn't to sell hand sanitizer and toilet paper. It was to fucking cull society and to get everything to stop. I don't know, man. Who cares? I don't buy it. <laughs> I don't fucking buy it. I don't think it was some natural-born pathogen that just happened. No, there's, there's no, no way. fucking way. Because I, you know, I think that I think that the government created AIDS because Nixon hated gay people. So he's like, "Fucking here we go, get rid of them and the pores and the drug addicts." You're singing my language. Baby. So here's 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 my theory. My theory is that the government created it to kill off old people so they would be able to hold on to Social Security and Medicaid money. Oh boy, that's dark. That's my theory. I don't hate that. I think it started in China. They fucking... It, it was a dual thing. They wanted to stop the riots in Hong Kong and get everyone fucking to quit rioting in the streets and get everyone inside. Mm-hmm. And then also, they knew... I mean, it is fucking crippling our economy. The market just completely crashed. NBA season's on postpone, you know, is postponed. March Madness, which is like, you know, a couple billion dollar entity. Those games are probably going to be played in front of nobody. The Sounders Stadium, uh, or the Mariners in Seattle are playing their first two home series completely empty. I mean, countries are completely completely shutting down. Well, let's be fair. The Mariners were going to play their first two home series completely empty anyway. Dude, you got to figure opening day they could have almost gotten to capacity. Almost. No, I don't think so. There's not too much to be excited about. Yeah, this that season. roster is already dead, baby. Real bad. Um, speaking of that, so Jose Siri, who the Mariners picked up, yeah. did you see they already released him? And then, no way. And guess who he signed with? Who? The Giants. Really? So he's reunited with Billy Hamilton. There he is. They're buds again. Yeah. To just bop around the minors together. Here's a theory my friend told me at work, and it sounds completely legit to me. Was it John Holmes? No. Uh, Tyler Meyer. Okay. He, the pr- you've met Tyler. Yeah, what up, T-Mai? He rules. He doesn't listen to this. He doesn't like baseball. Bastard. If, if we talked about serial killers, he would listen to okay, this. Okay, cool. Well, that's up my alley Or as well. if we turn this into a Civil War weapons podcast. Oh, okay. I'll lock her up. See you, boss man, Mikey Kurtz Later. and Sweet Pippin. Um, this sounds legit. The government, the U.S. Gov- military created this virus and dropped it on China to cripple their economy. And stop their workforce and thin that herd. So that way the U.S. could skyrocket and be be the top economy again and slow down China. But then it's gotten out of hand. They didn't know how to create it, and now it's just spread like crazy. Now it's completely slowing down America. Right. Well, either way... It was it's some fucking shadow government deep state bullshit. Yeah. Whether it's us or the Russians or China. Yeah. Somebody did it on purpose. This ain't a fucking accident. This yeah. isn't oh whoops where germs are getting us. Yeah. I don't believe anything anymore. No, I don't buy it. No, I don't believe anything that we're told anymore because you turn on the news, depending on what you're looking at or where you're reading on the internet, they're completely just different figures. Right. Like, I, we don't know what's true. We just don't know what's true. I don't think that mm. we really ever have. And now, with social media and 24-hour news, it's like they can't... They just can't fool me anymore. No. Not on some, like, I'm so cool bullshit. I feel like a bunch of Americans feel like that. But it's like, I, they just, I just don't buy it. No. I, I buy nothing. And you've seen that, that whiteboard that that doctor wrote where it's yeah. like every major disease. Yeah. It's always an election year. Yeah. And it affects .00003 of the population. In 2016, they were saying Ebola could kill 150 million people. Right. 
And then it truly just became nothing. I mean, that's what's scary is, like, if it is a conspiracy, it is. Sure. It 100%. Like it's they're they're going to be Tupac committed. They're going to get into deep. They're going to realize that they can't just stop talking about this the way they stopped talking about H1N1. Do you remember when H1N1 just went away? <sighs> That's a throwback. It just went away. Disappeared. It just went away. Ebola just went away. Two week news cycle was gone. We weren't talking about it anymore. Nope. But they're Tupac committed, man. Countries are shutting their borders. It, uh, power four sports co- associations are shutting yep. down. You know, like. Think, think about this They're theory. Tupac committed. They're just going to fucking spray it from the plane and we're all going to get it. Right, so because, who fucking cares? because there isn't mass war to kill off thousands of people and have population control anymore. Yeah. You know, with the, the advent war of... War changed. Of, they couldn't just ship yep. people off in boats to go die on the beaches of Europe. For your freedom. Yeah, exactly. So war changed with technology, so now they need a way to like take out big groups of fucking people. So how do we do it? AIDS. Yeah. H1N1. Crack. Crack. Um, Reagan, we created that disease. Um, there's so, the, you know, private health care. I don't believe there's any so other. many. Everything is a goddamn disease that we create ourselves. Yeah, that keeps us trapped, and it's very intentional. Yep. So, I mean, I will say I've started washing my hands more. I have been doing it less. I want it. You yeah, give it be, to me. Well, see the thing. I was just saying that to Faust. It's like. I wouldn't mind getting it. I'm 29 and healthy as a horse. I ain't going to die. Right, see? But I could use a stick, baby. I'll be the Corona comic. Are you kidding me? Dude, imagine... how many likes I'd get on Facebook if I was in the hospital with Corona? Dude, imagine the invites you'd get. America's Got Talent, and your first thing you do, you go up with... Bank, like the bank rope, yeah. and then you just rope off the stage. Yeah. And it's like, don't come near me. I have coronavirus. And you get a 15-minute standing ovation and win America's Got Talent. Heidi Klum starts crying, yeah. and then, like, you know, whoever hosts it still, Howie Mandel, like, is still afraid of Oh, God, you know Howie Mandel is freaking out right now. Oh, yeah, he has not left his Bubble Boy suit for the past three weeks. I'm going to tweet that right now. That's so funny. What? Howie Mandel has got to be freaking out. Right <laughs> <laughs> if you don't tweet that right now, I'm going to be pissed. Okay, dude. I'm going to tweet it right there. Take your time. So, yeah, I went to New York, didn't get uh, didn't get New the AIDS. virus or anything. But uh, what about you? How was your journey? It's been good, you man. You had a good weekend. You uh, had some friends in town, it looked like. Yeah, I mean, Dan- Danny's back. Danny was... Came and gone. Cooked some, uh, cooked some delicious food. I did. I meal prepped. I think I've lost even more weight. I don't know how much. Still don't have a scale. I almost don't want to know. Yeah. I just want to no, keep fuck looking a number, dude. good and like feeling good. It like I feel like that number is something that it would be a weight. It, not. I don't mean that pun. It would be like on my shoulders. It, it, I would keep looking at it. I want to keep hitting it, and then I would start doing something unhealthy. Yeah, exactly. Which is what I've done before. Yeah. That happened. Like I was super depressed. I didn't eat. I fucking just smoked cigarettes and ate spoonfuls of peanut butter. And I'm like, I'm gonna get under Black this coffee, weight. Black coffee. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna get under this weight. I did it, and then I was like, Am I happy? I'm like, No. Not I'm at not all. happy. Right now, I'm functioning and happy and losing weight and doing it health health healthfully. I, so I think like, that that's like a perfect way to look at it, man. To hell with a number. Right. It really doesn't matter, man. Everyone that looks at you says, holy shit, you've lost weight. Yeah. So, I mean, just just keep doing that. Your lifestyle is healthy right now. Yeah. I mean, You saw me. I came in. And I was like, I'm going to have dinner. And I brought a salad. Yeah. I mean. Yes. With a, with a free deep fryer in the back. Yeah. 
that we've eaten that you have eaten for free for seven years. Yeah, exactly. So like, what's so you know that's readily available. I did cheat today because I was real sad yeah. about something. But you know what I cheated with? Instead of eating a bag of chips, I got one of those little. I went to Kroger. I got one of those little car little containers of pinwheels. Beautiful from Boar's Head. Look, it had 41 grams of carbs, which is no, double my normal amount right now. But at the same time, I didn't have anything else to eat until 2. You know, yeah. doing that intermittent <laughs> yeah. fasting, I can have salami and a tortilla. Fuck off. Well, already got some likes. There you go. Howie Mandel's got to be freaking the fuck out right now. Did you tag him? You should have tagged I him. I should have tagged him, yeah. I'll go back and tag him. Yeah, I feel the buzz. I feel it happening. Yeah, it's buzzing over there. I'm about to go viral, baby. Ooh, a little buzz buzz. Put that your butt. I'm about to get viral, man. But uh, I don't know. I would say overall, I mean, I'm I'm leaving again. That's why we're recording on Wednesday. I'm going to Atlanta this weekend, and then I come back for a while, and then a couple spots in the Midwest, and then back down south to Florida and Atlanta and Knoxville and Asheville. You're gone. I mean, dude, it's the most I've ever been gone, and this – Country is in a state of emergency due to a viral infection. Isn't that nuts? Yeah, man. Are you worried? Really, I, I, I'm not worried well, for myself. Right. You know, I was raised by a nurse where I didn't miss a day of school until eighth grade. Wow. Unless it was a compound fracture or profuse nonstop vomiting, it was a wrap. Like, yeah. you take ibuprofen and just try to feel better. Right. You yeah. know? Like... You think you grow up with a nurse, and it's like you get the and, and I I did get lucky with a bunch of healthcare, but I mean basically it's just suck it up. You don't feel sick. Um, I'm not worried about myself, but I mean the things that are out of my hand, shows getting canceled, flights getting canceled, roads, states getting canceled. I mean you're living yeah. that right now. I mean yeah, I had two jobs canceled because of South by Southwest. I mean I was working on another job for somebody and. You know, something else got canceled, and you know, which we'll get into later. But like, that sucks. It's a big client where I'm like, "Fuck me, yeah, are you serious that right sucks. now?" Sucks like a lot of money out of your pocket I, just on some fake government bullshit. bullshit. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm telling you, we. I, I sound like a whack job right now, Dude, but it's like this is fucking all planned. We don't sound crazy. This is all fucking planned. We don't sound crazy at all. You know, it's this is to keep us in check and put us back in the line. Instead of beating us with a club, if we're out there protesting something, instead now they're putting us in our homes. Yeah, exactly. They can't fire hose Americans anymore. No, they can't. So it's just scare people, literal scare tactics into making yeah. sure. The fact that Tom Hanks has it makes me think even more that it's a fucking conspiracy. Because Tom Hanks is like, you know, I love that man, but he's probably in the Illuminati. 100%. You know what I'm saying? He like, is like, a lizard person. Yeah, exactly. And I love him. He's the best. I would love him to lick me with his forked, late, scaly tongue. <laughs> but but I don't know. It's like, oh, no, Tom Hanks has got it now, and now LeBron's going to be out there, and he's like, oh, yeah, it's real serious. It's just making everyone scared, Do you think completely when, distracting everyone on Twitter. Do you think when, when Tom Hanks dies of coronavirus and the NBA is back in session, do you think he's going to go out and give a speech at half court wearing a Woody costume? Oh, man, that would be excellent. <laughs> Dancing on a piano. That would be excellent. Yeah. Damn, dude, this shit's blown up. There it is. This that's, shit's blown up, baby. That's my guy. It's got four retweets and six likes in like two minutes. Dude, you're going to... Yeah, maybe it could go. Maybe it could go viral. Maybe it could go. Maybe. maybe. Come on. It was right there. Yeah. Um, 
But uh, uh, what was the other thing I was going to say? Oh, yeah. So, like, Dave Yates, okay, Com- comedian. He's opening for Ryan Niemeyer. Yeah. He's, he is in an airport in Vegas right now. He's like, I'm, I'm kind of scared. I'm not touching anyone. I'm trying to stay away from everything because he's, he's his feature. Yeah. And so he's going everywhere, flying around the country. He's like, I haven't had any dates cancel, but it's still horrifying that it could happen. And I'm like, yeah, but whatever. You're a hippie. You'll get it. You're fine. Just hold on to your gems. Yeah. And he's like, you're right. Hold on to your gems. But um, he wants pins made. And I'm like, I got to – they're all in China. Like – that there's at least a three month wait yeah, on that exactly. kind of shit. Yeah, exactly. That's so true. I didn't even think of that. Yeah, any type of like promotional item, people are fucked. Going all the way down to fucking plastic pint glasses. Really? Yeah, there is at least a eight to twelve week week wait to get just pint glasses printed. Damn, dude. Times then, is tough, baby. So. <sighs> Yeah, it's really slowing everything down. It's going to make everyone put things into perspective. And then we're just going to start eating each other and becoming zombies or whatever they think a virus does. Yeah. God damn. Well, who knows, man. If if it, if it goes down like this, we're comedians who host yeah. a podcast. Now, That's how I'm going out, baby. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. I'll live exactly how I want to yeah, live. Yeah, dude. Fuck you. World's I'm going to hell in a handbasket. What am I going to do? Get a job? Yeah, fuck you. No, gonna, I don't gonna, know. I'm just going to keep vaping and putting fingers in my butt. That's what I'm going to do. Sorry. Ain't signing up. My no. fucking brother's in goddamn Peru right dude, now. Dude, that's crazy. See, now you want to... I mean, now that... Okay, if I, Am I scared about coronavirus? Yeah. Because of yeah, that? Yeah, because my silly, stupid, little, beautiful <laughs> brother... Yeah. Got on a plane for the goddamn Amazon forest yesterday, and if they even if he's even allowed to leave in a month, Which he's going crazy. to India and not back home. No, that's crazy. I mean, I really just I mean at this point, I hope to see my brother by Christmas. Yeah, and you're not wrong. I mean, they shut down all the travel in the UK. You know what I'm saying? Like, I hope to see my brother by Christmas. Yeah, he might just be a citizen of the world for a while. I yeah. hope the shit doesn't hit the fan while he's gone, man. Because then I'd have to be Brad Pitt in a movie finding him <laughs> in a different country. Ah, uh, that's more of a Dwayne the Rock Johnson role now. I think it would be a universal flick. Yeah, I'm thinking World War Z. Oh, that's pretty good. That's a lot of zombies. Plus, I got way more B Pit energy than I do the Rock. That's very true. Yeah. Very cool, like coolly sensual. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Also, kind of maybe a little crazy. Don't quite trust him. No. And you would look great in a scarf. Come on, Billy. Dude. Now we're talking. Now we're doing it. Head of costume, William DeVore the Fourth. That's me. <laughs> um, but like, so I'm in the group chat with a bunch of people I don't know. Yeah. That Danny put me in called the group of Greg. I am Greg, and we're all Gregs, so we don't know who anybody is. I don't know who I'm talking. We have no idea who we're talking to. And they're, they're all t- merch tour, tour, tour merch people. One of them's in the UK right now. They can't leave. They can't leave. They're stuck there. Just in Europe. Just in Europe. They can't travel. They can't go anywhere. All of those people, like, their tours are getting canceled left and right. And how are they supposed to make money? That's, like, their fucking job. And you know Airbnbs are now, like, so expensive and shit. Yeah. You know what, though? Flights are cheap as fuck. Yeah, I know. I know that. I've been uh, I've been hawking some flights lately. Did you look and see how much it would be fly to Atlanta? Uh, I, I did. Um, not worth it? Not worth it, right. Not with, like, two days' notice. That's true. It was still, I mean, but two days' notice, it was, like, 285. That's a deal. You know what's crazy? I was looking, I was looking up uh, just while everything was so chaotic, because I want to go and do Tommy Dustin's 
club down in Key West at some point. He owns a club down there now? Key West Comedy, dude. That's him. That's him. I mean, he doesn't own it, but he, like, books it, and he's their main guy. He, like, house MC, house headliner. He's, like, the guy there. I knew he was down there, and it was inevitable because he's the king of Florida. He's the fucking guy in Key West. So I looked it up. Just picked a random week in July or June. June 3rd. Leave June 3rd from CVG. Fly directly to Key West. Get home on June 10th. A week. Direct flight to Key West in the middle of June. $214. $214. Dude. I, isn't that insane? It's like, insane. we should do that. Yes. Cincinnati takeover at Key West? That'd be tight. How tight would that be? It'd be amazing. It would be. That would be, that would happen during my birthday. Mm-hmm. Ah, I should text Tom. Um. Oh, that June 3rd and June 10th? Yeah, that would be. The 8th. I just picked a random date, but yeah. that would be wild. Let's that, text Tom. Let's text Tom. Dude, that'd be bananas. It, it would be great. Um. My grandpa lives in Dallas. Um, I found out, like, he's super sick. Uh, he's going to live. He's going to be fine. But he's old. He's, he has, like, his, his – he, uh, he had congestive heart failure. He had an open-heart surgery, and he's had diabetes as long as I've been alive. So 30 years. Um, so it's like, okay, we're kind of on a time frame. I got to go down there and see him. Yeah. I looked up flights. Uh, I looked it up. The Rangers have their new stadium, and they're playing the Angels uh, um, in, like, July, like mid-July. I could fly down. If I were to buy my tickets now, Alicia and I could fly round trip, leave Friday at 7, get home Sunday at 10 o'clock. For both of us, round trip, 2.38. That's insane for two people. For two people. And I'm flying uh, American. Oh, what a life. What a time to hop on flights, dude. Yeah, no shit. Hop on flights, travel later, think about it now, yeah. plan it, but buy your tickets now. Yeah. I mean, the one. I mean, I was reading Yahoo, and it's like, us millennials are doing that. Yeah, exactly. So smart. Take advantage of the system. Fuck you. We're going to break it. We've been breaking and it if, since And again, we, if we get coronavirus, we ain't dying. Mm-mm. We're not going to die. I'm 29. Break I'm healthy. The, break the system. That's what we've done. Like, now we're to the point where millennials like, I'm going to work from home. I want a month of vacation, and you can eat my ass. And they're like, okay, perfect. Sign me up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in it. <laughs> That's so true. Keep breaking the system. Break that fucking system, baby. But the system's breaking us right now. Let's just let's just dive into this. Uh, yeah, I was about to say, how's our system? How's the system going on down at uh, spring training, huh? Oh, uh, over west, uh, Jose Garcia hit another home run. Four on the four on the spring training season. He looks like a beast. He can field. He's the real deal. Barry Larkin said he's the real deal. Yeah, which love that endorsement. Yeah, here's the dilemma: you have Freddie Galvez who tweaked a hammy. And your opening day shortstop right now is Blandino Farmer. Farmer, yeah. You go Farmer over Blandino at short. I don't want to, but it seems like that's going to be the move. Blandino's had a great, a pretty good He's spring. He looked too. good, man. He's got a nice little glove on him. I like Alex Blandino. He's got a glove. He's got a little bit of a stick. But you're gonna go with the experience with Farmer. It is experience, and maybe it's just in my head where there's this mental block that. His body type isn't shortstop, so I know he can play it, and he's and he is a very talented baseball player who plays all around the field. But I think the mental block with Farmer at short is just like 
He just doesn't fucking look like a shortstop. No, when we... He's got a big, thick head. He doesn't look (laughs) finesse at all. You know, like he's yoked. Yeah, exactly. Like when we saw him at Reds Fest, we're like, "Mm, I can see you being a catcher. And he's not A-Rod, six foot three, six foot four in Jack. He's like, he's like, it's the same reason why, and I'm past it, but it's the same reason why it looks like, it looks weird for Moustakas to be at second. Right. Isn't it crazy that he started as a shortstop? Yeah, Right. So I mean, it, it's all just constructs in my head of what it should look like. Yeah. But I, but there is a block with me as far as Kyle Farmer being the six. It's weird. It is weird. It's I don't. Yeah. But I mean, that it just seems su- like it just seems like such a glaring hole. Yeah. Like it Farmer is. at the six, you're just like, yikes! Whoa, we just spaced on shortstop, yeah. huh? Well, we just struck out on it. Yeah. Exactly. Gregorius. Yep. Uh, Seeger, all of them. Seeger, Correa. Lindor, which, man, I still think he's going to be in a Reds uniform come trade deadline. Yeah, it wouldn't be surprising. Me either. I, um, but I feel like we've talked that Especially, death. no, but I mean, but it, 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 it's like a new angle to look at it because we talked it to death thinking about we were going to get him for the beginning of this season. Right. Clearly didn't happen. He just came out yesterday, I saw on Twitter, and said that him and the Indians are done talking contracts. They're just going to focus on the season, which right. basically means trade me. I'm not an Indian anymore. Yeah. And, uh, you know, trade deadline comes around June. Yeah. We've got six guys who are just fucking fire numbers. You know, yeah. it's like we got a lot to move around. Well, what happened was is the the Yelich extension, and they handed him a paper, the piece of paper that said, look at this. We're going to be pretty close, huh? We could match this. And he went, fuck you. Yeah. I am more than that. Yeah, I am. Yeah. Yelich is all the tools. I get that. But... Shortstop is more important than right field. Yeah, straight up. And it you 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 don't age as gracefully at short. There's the few. Yeah. But you can play right field until you're 42. Yeah. You know, Yelich is ending his career there, and if Lindor is ending his career in Cleveland, then he needs a gigantic, crazy amount of money, it, a, a heaping amount of cash. So that's you know, I mean, I'll take that year and a half rental though. Absolutely. Yeah, give me that. Get him for the playoff run and then 2021, Hot. I would do it in a heartbeat. Yeah. Especially depending on who we package and who we keep. Because, right. I mean, there's Nick, you know who's swinging a pretty nice little stick? And it's, it's as of late, hmm. uh, Nicky Sinzel. Had his first bomb. Yeah, and it was a pretty swing, man. Opposite field, just sitting dead red on a fastball, waited on it, yep. and sent it right down the line. Didn't it look like he's back to his swing That's before the adjustment? That's what I'm saying. He just looks like Nick Senzel out there, and I'm just thrilled at the idea of how, you know, if he just goes crazy. Yeah. What if he turns into Nick Senzel, the little freak, bats 290? Ooh. You know? I mean, he could I mean, that. yeah. He wants to hit 300 this year. Yeah. I don't see why not. Yeah. And there's enough shuffling around that you can do to get him 400 at-bats. Yes. Which is what he needs. Guaranteed. Every every one of those people that are that are log-jammed right now, like Winker, Senzel, those are the big two. Or and well, in Aki, like you know, Akiyama, Castellanos, yeah. Castellanos is going to play every day. But like Aki, like that group, you can get them four hundred abs. You just yeah. have to be smart. And David, I think, will be smart enough this year to do that. He didn't fuck with the lineup too hard. He fucked like with where they're playing in the field. What he fucked with was the bullpen, and now he's restricted exactly with the new rules. Yeah. So that gives him some it's just less, less to, to think, worry but, about. Right. You're just not playing matching. It's one less thing. You don't got to yep. go match up at bat by at bat by at bat. Yep. Because you can't. 
Nope. And I love that rule change. I think I do too. I don't think it's going to speed up the game, but it is going to make it easier on the eye on TV. It's just better. Exactly. Even if it shaves three minutes off. But 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 like I'm not concerned about like that. I, I agree either. so much. It's optically. It's just one at bat, and then you roll your eyes because you got another round of commercials. Right. Yeah, it'll just make the game flow better. Which I'm cra- which is crazy to me that Manfred didn't like. You know, he wants to make the game shorter. He thinks it's gonna make it shorter. It potentially could make it longer if someone's getting fucking shelled. Yeah. But like. You could have put in way more commercials, like the World Series. When you have those pitching changes, yeah. you do those that box and box. You can get a co- cool couple million from Frito Lay's. Yeah, maybe it was. Uh, maybe it was the Houston. Maybe it was Jim Crane who started the coronavirus. Oh, dude, it was for sure him. He was banging on a trash can he lid. Was banging on a trash can lid created some new germs. No idea what was under there. Yeah, man, no clue. A banana peel fucked with the wrong loogie that was in there. Yeah, exactly. It mixed with some dip spit. Because, yeah, I mean, now everyone's, it's just Coronaville. No one's talking about how the Astros are dirty fucking bastard cheaters. Yeah, maybe Corona was created by Rob Manfred to distract everyone from the Astros. Did you see uh, what the the Mets, the Astros played at the Mets spring training facility? And uh, with, during the Astros, like, away part of the inning while they were warming up in the field, they were playing... I saw the sign. I opened up my eyes. I saw the sign. So great. <laughs> yeah. Troll the fuck out of yeah. them all year. Dude, well, there's just some great videos out on Twitter of just fans losing their mind whenever it's beautiful. an Astros player strikes out looking. It's crazy. Yeah, it's, it is crazy. I mean, they're going to get that all season long, every single away game and home games. Right. People are going to, they're going to sell tickets in Houston. Other teams' jerseys coming to yell at those fuckers. Yeah, it's great. You, they're going to have to think about like just the ripples. Think about how they're going to have to beef up security at the yeah. Houston Astros Stadium. 100%. They'll have to because there are going to be some brutes coming in yeah. wanting to talk shit. Yep. It's going to look like a Trump rally where they're just going to be picking people out, throwing them yeah, out. Yeah, dude. Get people, this guy out of here. People, dude, can you imagine the... Just the drunk confidence that you have as a fan at an away game that we all have. Dude. Like, I, I have almost gotten in so many fights at away games. Yeah. And and I didn't even have you're the biggest cheaters the game has ever known on my side. Oh, man. I think I'm, we if I think we might have to drive up to Detroit for that, that Houston series. That would be – is that the closest they're getting? Um – it's actually a little shorter than going up to Cleveland. Where's my I would just go up there and just silently hold up double middle fingers the entire time the that they were time. hitting. Here we go. Yeah. I'm going to look it up here on my computer. Uh, Houston Astros uh, Detroit, if I can spell it right. Yeah, let's go to an Astros game, and I just want a sign that says... What you did makes me really sad. Makes me so sad. Yeah, what you did makes me really sad. Houston Astros at Detroit Tigers. Uh, it looks like it starts Thursday, August 27th. That's the day game. That's far enough away, dude. Let's go. Yeah, dude. Let's go. Oh, get out of here. Do you want to know how cheap it is to go to Detroit? Skyline, 334, so you're like left field corner. Nine dollars a piece. Boom, baby. It's like a six-hour drive. That ain't nothing. Dude, get out of here. We're going to sit lower level, section 138, third baseline, $24 a piece. Get the Yeah, we're going to go heckle for 
a good cheap chunk of change. So, yeah. Um, Eugenio's going to be back this week. Yes. How, or he's going to return short, soon. There's already been some footage of him out taking BP, yeah. hitting frozen ropes, nice oh. and easy. Perfect. Agino. He will be ready for opening day. I think so, man. I don't think there's any. And I think so. I like that. I like that it. they didn't put a timetable on it. Really, no. I mean, they were just like maybe. And also, we were just kind of ace in the hole. We had so much to throw in there. Right. It was just not a panic mode. No. But he's going to be on the roster opening day. He'll be fine. Yeah. And I and it's going to be in the awesome. lineup. Yeah. God. Well. Maybe. Speaking of opening day. Yeah, man. Speaking of opening day, speaking of coronavirus, speaking of all the doom and gloom. So we'll start with the with already what has been confirmed that's bad. The parade's canceled. Yeah. Parade's canceled. Um, I mean, are they going to let fans in the stadium? Like, what do you th- what do you think? They've got to let fans in the stadium. They have to. If they don't let... I mean, see, that's why I was so taken aback by the NBA postponing it and South by Southwest and rumblings Coachella. of... Coachella. rumblings of March Madness. Like, these are big, giant things. I just... I don't know, man. If you just... It goes back to the fear and the scare tactics. And it's like, if you don't let people into the stadium, then you've got a really terrified city. Yeah. This I mean, a- the parade being canceled enough, it's like, that That really scares people. That really, really scares people. Yeah. It sucks. Yeah, it's such a bummer. I we've, I have a countdown going on on the whiteboard at home. And I've been staring at it, and I've been ready to go. And as soon as I saw that, my heart dropped. And, like, I haven't cried yet. I will on the way home. But it's like... Fuck. It's a big deal for people in Cincinnati. It's a huge deal. It's home. It's like the start of spring. It's, you know, you're not in your home anymore. You're not cooped up. There's there's stuff to do now every day. Yeah. There's, it's gonna, ugh. It's gonna, I know, man. It really takes that away from people. It's spring. It's time to go out. You don't have to be cold and in your house and sad. And then it's Psych. like. Yeah. Just kidding. Be terrified. Stay in your house. Yeah. Don't go to Philly Market. Yeah. Don't walk around with with fifty thousand people. God, it just blows. Like it also blows for all of the like. It says this would have been the hundred and first parade. Like you're taking away the best part of Cincinnati is opening day, the parade, the festivities. How much? Think about how much money is going to be lost. Yeah, I know. The banks, the fucking Finley Market, everywhere in between. Like well, small people, to big vendors. People will still go out like crazy. There just won't be a parade. Maybe. Maybe. I bet people go out. Unless they fucking Think about can't. how many people have our opinion on it. About how they're like, what the fuck, this is bullshit. I mean, the thing that's risky about it is that there's a ton of people in Hamilton and Loveland. There's a ton of people around this city who are like, oh, this means it's for real deal scary. Yeah. That's when it clicks. It's like, this is a real fucking thing. So they'll stay home. But then for all of us, you know, piece of shit, fucking dreamer millennials, where we're just like, fuck it, I'm going to live my life. I'm going to go like, out. It'll be, it'll be a fun, weird angle on opening day. Everyone yeah. will be out. Everyone's going to get... It, it'll be a fun time. Also, alcohol kills germs. Right. We're all going to be drunk. Don't be an idiot. Come on. It'll subside it for a little bit. I know. But, okay. Worst case scenario... Is that they play the game to an empty stadium. Best case scenario now is they play the game and we're allowed in. Yeah. 
it still takes away from everything. Marty was going to be the Grand Marshal of the Parade. I know. It's a, just a huge it's bummer. Just, it's just... There's no other way to say it. No. So what, like... What are we supposed to, like, do? Yeah, well, see, that's the thing, is that there's nothing that we can do. That's the All we can do is part. just live our life, and I mean, what? It's... I wash my hands. I'm a healthy young man. I'm clean. I'm not filthy. And it's like, that doesn't... The fear in the media that it's pushing... I mean, people think Corona's coming to get them. Yeah. It's not... Coronavirus isn't just growing on toilet seats. Yeah. I was I was just in New York City, man. I was on a subway where for like three stops in Bushwick, I, ha- I pretty much had my chin on a guy's shoulder. Exactly. You know? And it's like everyone's grabbing the same services every day. I mean, we're just human beings. All you can do is live. They want us to walk around living in fear so they can tell us what to do. Yeah. And I, and I mean, that is, that is what it is. And I'm not like yeah. ignoring the science and the pathogens. And it is scary. Yeah. And wash your hands and don't be a fucking idiot. But you know what no one's doing? Walking around eating fucking hot dogs off the ground. Yeah, exactly. Like, people aren't filthy. If you get it, then if, you, if you get sniffly... Go to the doctor. Take yeah. some Zycam. If you start dying, go to the hospital. No. Yeah. But, I mean, that's the thing is it's like there is nothing you can do. Being upset about the coronavirus is like being upset about the weather or traffic. <laughs> no shit. Things that are out of your control. Right. All you can control, keep yourself clean, call your mama, tell her that you love her. Right. I don't fucking know. Dude. Don't the, walk around in fear. The reason I still live here besides, like, this great club, my great job. And my family is for that fucking day to like, I live downtown. I get to walk outside and I'm in the shit. I live, I look up and I see that the sky is gray 90% of the time through the winter. And what gets me through is I go 72 days till opening day, 64 days until opening day. How many days are left? Oh, we're, we're down. We're down to two months. We're going to be fine. We're yeah. going to get through this. Yeah. And now it's Almost like, there. it's just been taken away by just this bullshit. And like, once and this the, all blows over, there will be some fun makeup middle of the season. The I know it's not the same. Thing. I know it's not the same, but I'm just saying it is yeah. what it is. It's out of your hands. I know and it, but I still, I'm still upset. I understand that it's out of my hands. I understand all that shit, but it's still massively upsetting. Yeah. And it blows and I it just, it, it just sucks. I know, you know, and I, Nothing we can do, and of course, but it's still just like it's just taken away from us for just because some fucking asshole decided to go to Egypt and do a Nile cruise and then fly back to Cuyahoga Falls and start spreading that bullshit here. Really? That's how it happened? Yes. That is why that lazy-eyed fuck governor was like, state of emergency. It's because of two people. And then there's one person in Canton that got it like, I don't know, I'm just disgusting, that has it. Fuck off. That should not be a reason to shut down fucking everything, you lazy-eyed fucking piece of shit. <laughs> Take him down a peg, Billiam. Ugh, sorry. I didn't even vote for the cuck. Yeah, so. it's whatever. Whatever. It's such a bummer. All right, let's plug it in. Let's plug it in. Let, uh, let's, let's round third and head for home. Plug it in, chug it, baby. Sweet Bill, you are such a dyed-in-the-cloth Cincinnati boy. <laughs> the biggest Reds fan I know. Yeah. Wholeheartedly. Yeah. I am sorry. It's not your fault. I know it's not, but I just want you to know that I am sorry. It breaks my heart, too. Um, it, it's just such a goddamn bummer. And and I'm, I'm glad that you spouted off like that because a lot of people that listen, if you listen to this, 
podcast, you probably love the Reds enough that it bums you out that much too. Yeah. You know, and not even to get too hokey here at the end, but just like, don't be scared. No. Live live your your life. life. Live your fucking life. Yeah. Hug your friends. Shake their hand. Use hand sanitizer if it makes you feel better, but don't think that anything as big, bad is coming to fucking get you. Like, just just be kind and, and take care of yourself and live your life and go fucking Reds. Yeah. And... I mean, God fucking damn it, man. This is some bullshit. <laughs> it just sucks. Um, what I got to plug. Uh, also, you bet your ass I'm going to still go to Market Wines and bang on their door at 8 in the morning like, you guys still making pierogies? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Of course, and you should, and I bet you they will. Yeah, they're going to make me one. They're going to make me just one pierogi. Just one pierogi. One pierogi. Um, here, locally, uh, I'm in Atlanta this weekend. Hopefully I don't get quarantined in Georgia. Um Whatever that means. Um, you need to check off one thing on your box when you're down there. You need to get chicken and waffles at a strip club. Okay, I will do that. Okay. I'll go to the Cheetah Lounge. There it is. Yeah, and um, uh, I'll be back in Lex or in Cincinnati on Monday. Come to the Hub. The Hub has been fucking rocking lately. Come fun. and check it out. I'm not fucking around. Come to the Hub on a Monday night in downtown Cincinnati in OTR. And uh, get there at 9 o'clock and watch it. It's really cool. Yeah. Um, I've got some shows here locally uh, coming up. Not really sure. I'm all over the place. Uh, um, they, yeah. August August 1, I'm back in Lexington featuring at UK. Nice. That'll be some. Natalie, you're not listening to this, but you're my cousin and I love you. Someone <laughs> tell her. Bring all your friends. Yeah. Come to the Cat's Den. And uh, yeah, Cincinnati when I get back, August 3rd and 4th, Friday and Saturday up at Liberty Funny Bum. There you go. Hosting yeah. for Sinbad. Hosting for motherfucking Sinbad. That rules. Yeah, it's wild. Um, what I have coming up next Friday, go to the hub for the showcase, the Neon Cat Comedy Showcase, hosted by yours truly and just me this time. Kelly's out of town again. Um, or No, she's working here. Yeah. She's working here. Um, we've got Dan Seabree as your headliner. So that'll be fun. One. That'll be fun to it's have a him. a fun guy. Him and then uh, Giles Chickering's on it and Alex Taylor and I need to book. And there will be more. And there will be more. But that's March twentieth. Take your time. Come to that. Also, this is going to be fun to announce. Um, There's going to be a new Saturday night showcase at the Fix in Walnut Hills. No shit. It's an outdoor patio. Um, Fuck yeah, they're rebuilding dude. the whole thing. They're going to build us a stage. They're going to have a tiki bar out there. That's amazing. Um, so that'll be every last Saturday of the month. Kicking off the first one will be Memorial Day weekend, where we're going to have a show, and then they're going to have a band, and it's going to be like a whole celebration of the fix and their new patio. That's sick, dude. So it'll be outside. It'll be fun. Oh, yeah. Um, I'll plug this. If you're listening to this and you want to come to a fun party, um, March 24th. Yeah. March 24th, uh, come. Uh, we're, we're doing a house party, house show at mine and Rudick's house. Oh, yeah. It's a is Tuesday. That, Roommate that, meeting. Is that the Gabe one? Gabe Kia. I'm so pumped. Yeah, it's going to be really fun, man. We've got like a huge house randomly. Yeah. And like a lot of space. Do you guys get chairs? We don't have chairs. We're going to rent some chairs. We're going to get some chairs. We might rent some from Billy's mom. You might, yeah. Good luck, <laughs> luck trying them. Yeah. We tried. Good luck trying again. Um... And then I'll also just plug Go Bananas. This month is fucking insane. It's fire. This weekend is Pete Lee. Next weekend is Kelsey Cook and Tommy Jonigan. And then, I know, and then the week after that is Sean Patton. Shut the fuck up. Tommy's featuring. Tommy Jonigan, he's not even featuring, dude. So he is doing a taping for Conan for HBO. 
Interesting. Conan like picked his favorite comics, and Jonigan was one of them. Yeah. So Jonigan just wants to come to Bananas. He's going to do 15 minutes on every show. Just spots. That rules. Just murder. So Haran is hosting. Then we're going to do guest spots just about every show. Sure. Because there's time to fill. It's going to be a good weekend. So, yeah, I mean, you come to Go Bananas, you can see Pete Lee and the Rudick sisters, Kelsey Cook, and Tommy Jonigan and friends, and then Sean Patton is a complete force of nature. So uh, also, come up here, man. Also, uh, for the hub... On Reds Away Games, they're going to be doing the Nutsy special since they have TVs now, which this is a special I created, and Lindsay's like, we're doing it. $3 Hootie Tallboys, $3 Old Granddads. It's really good. What a deal. What a fucking deal. Reds a Away Marty Games. special. The Nuxy special. Nuxy special. Because, you know, he was drunk in the booth a lot. All the fucking time. So, yeah. Um, stay healthy. Fucking wipe your nose. Clean your dick. Live your life. That's right. Um, And as always, go Red Legs. Stay nasty. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate, how a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word, Broomgate. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com match. Just go to Indeed.com match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. 
Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders, while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.